0: Hello, my friends. This is April 8, and I welcome you to my Songs and Stories podcast. Subscribe today, and you'll never miss another song or a story. Today's episode is episode 44, and it's a story. This one is called Story 1 of the Lost Fairy series, The Tiny Trumpet. Now, before I begin, I want to send out a little hello to my very dear first grade students at the Cincinnati Waldorf School. And I also want to thank my Patreon supporters for their continued belief in my work. I'm so appreciative. I'm starting to share classic fairy tales on my Patreon page. If you'd like to get in on that, well, just go on over to patreon.com april8 and pledge at any level. It's going to be so much fun. I'm really looking forward to it. I like to start out all of my stories with a special little song that goes like this. Oh, time-bound travelers, lay down you cares and rest your bones and I'll tell you a fairy tale that I have come to know and now it's time for our story Sander walked over to his best friend Jimmy's house Roxy already? We just started. She's so naughty. Let's try again. Roxy, you be quiet. I'm going trying to tell a story. <laughs> oh, she's so naughty. Stop. Here we go. Sander walked over to his best friend Jimmy's house. It was after dinner, but there was still plenty of light for an hour or so to play before it got too dark. Sander knocked on the front door of Jimmy's house. And when the door opened, Jimmy's mother smiled down at him. Hello, Mrs. Shamrosky. May I please play with Jimmy? Hello, Sander. Jimmy will be so happy to see you. She's out back. You can go on around. Thanks, said Sander, running around to the old wrought iron gate and letting himself through with a click. The fireflies he and Jimmy had chased in June and July were gone now. And as he trotted down the stone path, he noticed all the late summer flowers blooming, bursts of red and orange and yellow, with bees still buzzing at work, even though Sander's folks had been home from their workday long ago. The bees were loaded down with pollen and buzzing from one blossom to the next. Sanders scanned the yard for Jimmy. Huh, where was she? It was a humid late summer night and everything living was pouring out a wonderful, deep, rich scent of green. Sander took a deep breath of that delicious smell and then he spied Jimmy on her back porch with her eyes closed. Hi, Jim, he whispered so as not to startle her. He climbed up the steps and he sat down next to her. Hi, Sander, she smiled at him even though her eyes were still closed. I'm listening for fairies. Yeah, I'll listen too, said Sander. Are you hearing anything? Jemmy sighed. No, and that's why I'm listening so hard. I still haven't heard them, and it's been a couple of evenings now. I'm thinking something's up. Well, Sander closed his eyes, and he started to listen too. There was so much to hear. Late summer nights are full of sounds. Have you ever noticed that? There are cicadas and mosquitoes, birds and frogs, crickets and katydids, bees and best beetles. All of those sounds together make quite a cacophony. Sander absolutely loved it. Over the top of all of those deep summer sounds, Jimmy had taught him where the sound of the fairies fit in. He got pretty good at finding it, but now, as he listened, he saw that she was right. The fairy song that was usually there wasn't. Sander and Jimmy both listened intently, hoping against hope that they would hear the fairy's song again. Sander had his eyes squeezed shut, listening with everything he had. What do you think is happening? asked Sander. I don't know, but I'm a little worried, Jimmy frowned. Well, I could tell you what's happening if you want to know, said an unexpected voice. And Jimmy and Sander's eyes flew open, and they were so startled, they almost fell down off the steps. For there, standing right in front of them, was a small gnome in a green jacket and a tall, pointy blue hat. He looked a little sheepish. Sorry about that. I, I, I could see that your eyes were closed and everything, so I, I tried to be quiet. I, I, I didn't know what else to do. Tom Gnome, said Jimmy in pure delight. She was so excited, she clapped her hands. Sander rubbed his eyes to make sure that he was really seeing what he thought he was seeing. Even though Jimmy had told him about meeting a gnome before, it's still kind of hard to believe his eyes when one was just standing there in the backyard. "'Hi, Jimmy. It's nice to see you, too,' Gosh, you're a lot taller than you were the last time I saw you. I guess it's been a while, hasn't it? Oh, you're a lot taller too, Tom, said Jimmy politely. Well, I mean, you're tall for a gnome. (laughs) And Tom looked very proud. Yeah, I'm almost as tall as my brothers now. And he smiled. Well, Jimmy smiled at him. Oh, uh, Tom, this is my friend Sander. Sander, this is Tom. Tom, gnome. Well, Sander smiled, and he reached down, and he shook Tom's hand. Pleased to meet you, Tom. Jimmy told me all about meeting you. Well, just then, the smallest mouse that Sander had ever seen came stumbling up to them, loaded down by a mountain of stolen peas from Mr. McGregor's garden next door. Tom said. Oh, Brisbane. We were sent on a mission and it wasn't about stealing Mr. McGregor's peas. Oh, hi, Jimmy, said Brisbane through a mouthful of green peas. Hi, Brisbane. Did you leave any peas in Mr. McGregor's garden, said Jimmy, laughing. This is my friend Sander. Sander tried to reach out to shake Brisbane's tiny paws, but they were full of peas. (laughs) "'Hi, Brisbane. It's nice to meet you.' "'It's nice to meet you, too,' said Brisbane, with his mouth really too full to speak. "'Sorry about him. He's a really good mouse once you get to know him,' said Tom to Sander." "'But, Jemmy, we were sent on a mission, and it it was to see you.' "'Well, Jemmy was startled. "'Sent on a mission? Gosh, uh, uh, what's a mission?' "'Well,' said Tom, "'you remember when you rescued Faith the Fairy from the rain?' "'Oh, yes, of course I remember that. "'It was pretty much the best birthday any girl could ever have asked for "'to meet a real fairy.' How could Jimmy forget that? <clears throat> Tom Gnome nodded. Well, she's been gone for a few days now, and we were wondering if you had seen her? Well, Jimmy gasped. I wish. Faith is so lovely, but I, I haven't seen her for ages. Brisbane jumped in. Well, the fairy prince has sent out search parties looking for her, but so far no one's found her. So he sent us, me, and Tom out because, well, you know, we're heroes in everything. Tom sighed. Oh, okay, that's enough of that. Jeez, Brisbane. The fairy prince thought maybe Faith had come to see you, and since we know where you lived, he he asked us to come and see you. Jimmy asked, Where was the last place you knew she was going? And Tom said, yeah, that's a thing. She was on her way to the mountains of way over there. That's kind of a dangerous place to go because of the giant king who rules them. The giants and the fairies, they, they don't always get along. And Sander said, oh, hey, my Grammy lives in the mountains of way over there. She does, said Tom. wow. I'd never go there. You do know how ferocious the giants that live there are, right? And Sander looked surprised. Well, I don't know. I met one and he was really nice. We were both lost and we helped each other find our way home. Really? Said Brisbane. Wow. (laughs) Well, Sander smiled, remembering that nice day. Sure, he was a tree giant. I'm hoping to see him again when I go back to visit my Grammy this winter. Tom nodded. Do you think he would help the fairy prince find faith? Gosh, I, I think so, said Sander. Great, said Tom. Brisbane, we need to call the fairy prince. Well, Brisbane nodded and he set down his pile of green peas. Well, he'd been nibbling on them the whole time everyone had been talking, and there really weren't very many peas left at this point. But with a flourish, Brisbane pulled a tiny brass trumpet out from his sweater. He put it up to his lips, and he blew. (sighs) What a beautiful sound it made. It was like a bird call or, or a bell. And then, and then, my dear listeners something truly magical happened. Jemmy and Sander would never forget it as long as they lived. The horn sounded, and a moment later, Jimmy's backyard was filled with fairies. There must have been almost 30 of them in every color imaginable. It was as though a swarm of the most beautiful and delicate butterflies anyone could ever see had descended right in front of Jimmy and Sander. But unlike butterflies, these fairies gleamed with an inner brilliance that lit up the darkening backyard. And, well, Jimmy and Sander, they could just feel that they were different. Ancient, regal, and so delightful. They flew with such swiftness and grace. There's nothing everyday feeling about fairies. They were breathtaking. And as they watched, Jimmy saw the fairy prince himself was there. All of his best fairy fellows were all gathered around him. And Jimmy gasped as she realized that upon the prince's head was the very crown that she herself had rescued from the drainpipe on that day she had saved Faith the Fairy. Wow, just Wow. Well, the fairy prince was dressed in a magnificent jacket of spun thistle-down, and in the golden light of the setting sun, his wings shone delicately with all the brilliant colors of the rainbow. He flew up before her eyes, and he bowed gallantly. You must be Jemmy, he said. I am forever in your debt, sweet child. Thank you for rescuing my friend and my crown. Gosh, was all Jimmy could think to say. Well, the fairy prince turned to Tom in Brisbane. You blew the horn. Does that mean you have news of my dear and loyal friend, Faith? Yes, sir. Yes, said Brisbane, saluting. We have succeeded in our mission. Ma. Magnificently, We have brilliantly detected substantial information that shall help in the pursuit of said fairy and... Tom took over. Um, Prince, sir? Yeah, we don't really know anything, really. But um, this boy, Sander, he, he said he knows a giant that, that might be able to help us. He knows a giant? said the fairy prince. That is rare. Sander shrugged. He's really nice. He let me climb up on his back uh, into his highest branches and and find my way home when when I was lost last winter. Well, the fairy prince nodded. Please, Sander, tell us how to find this giant. Perhaps he will have heard news of faith. Oh, goodness, I never should have let her go to those mountains. The fairy prince looked as though he might cry. Well, Sander reached out to comfort him, but he couldn't quite figure out how to pat a flying fairy's shoulders. So instead, Sander said, I'm so sorry that Faith is lost. I bet we can find her if we all look. She's probably okay. Maybe she's just lost like I was. From what Jimmy told me about Faith, she's really brave and smart." With all of your friends looking and Tom and Brisbane, I, I bet you'll find her soon. Yeah, you've got us, and we're heroes, said Brisbane, pointing his paw at himself and Tom. Well, Tom blushed bright pink under his blue gnome hat, and he said, Of course, I'm always happy to help. Jimmy piped in. Yes, and Sander and me too, we'll help you. Sander and Jemmy nodded very seriously. Well, the fairy prince smiled at them. Thank you, truly. Now, Sander, tell me, where does this giant live? Well, Sander thought back to that day in the snow. What, what had the giant said? Oh, I remember. He's a tree giant, and he lives at the foot of the tallest mountain of the way over theirs, the one where the snow never melts. And his name is Elathan. And when you see him, will you tell him I said hello? Yes, of course, child. It would be an honor, said the fairy prince. And then the prince turned to his fairy fellows, his closest fairy friends. The bravest and loyalist fairies in all of his kingdom are you ready to fly to the mountains of way over there to find this elephant of course sir the fairies cried all together and as quickly as they had arrived the fairies flew off and the backyard grew dim without the light of the fairies in the setting sun brisbane let out a big sigh "'I wish I could fly like that,' he said. (laughs) "'Tom laughed. "'Yeah, me too, but we can't. "'We gotta get going. "'My mom won't be too happy if I'm out so late, "'and we've got a long walk ahead.' "'Tom turned to the children. "'See you two later. "'It was good to see you again, Jemmy, "'and nice to meet you, Sander.' "'It was great to see you too,' said Jemmy and Sander together.' Bye, Tom. Bye, Brisbane. Bark, 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 bark. Oh, gosh, said Sander. That's Bertie. My mom must be wondering where I am. And Jimmy and Sander smiled at each other as the moon rose. Oh, the wonders and the enchantment that they had seen this evening. Even if they told all of their friends all about it, none of them would ever really believe them but they knew. They were both so glad that they had been together for this. Jimmy and Sander had become even closer friends after Jimmy had confided in Sander about meeting a fairy, and Sander had shared how he had met a giant. For this old world doesn't always believe in things that are mostly unseen, but they knew, Jimmy and Sander, that there was still magic In the ferns, in the moss, in the mountains and the meadows, in the quiet, soft places of this world. And you, dear listener, you know it too. Snip, snap, snout. For today, my tale is all told out. And before I go, I want to say happy birthday to my dear listener, Juliet. Happy birthday, sweet girl. Thank you for listening to the April 8 Songs and Stories podcast. Subscribe today and never miss another story. Now, the very best places to follow me and my dog, Roxy, are on Instagram at April 8 Songs and Stories and on Facebook at April 8 and on my blog, april8.com. And that 8 is always spelled out. E-I-G-H-T. And you can support this show and get your fun rewards for your family at the April 8 Patreon page. Please share the April 8 Songs and Stories podcast with your family and friends and take a minute to write a review to help other parents find these stories for their children. Until we meet again, remember, I love you and you are wonderful, just as you are right now. La, 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 la,